In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs of a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Welcome to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast, the podcast that teaches you the skills you need to train your dog. Woo! <laughs> so today we have a struggle direct from the Game Changer community, mm-hmm. uh, a community of um, people from all over the world, right, Tom? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the thing that everybody has in common is that they are doing the Sexier Than a Squirrel challenge. Woo! So we've got Derek and Derek says, hello all, I'm looking for games to be able to teach my puppy and I'd like my puppy to check in and I'd also like my puppy to have basic commands. Mm-hmm. Where do I start? Yeah. Now, really interesting, you know, we could go even broader than that and it's a question that we get asked a lot and that is, why are we not quick to train the sit, the down and the stay? Because you've got Casino right now Tom and I would guess that she hadn't been taught to sit down and stay as like part of her sort of puppy fundamentals she she knows none of those things Um, and does that make you a bad owner I don't think so (laughs) I hope not Um, and the the point is is that actually um, the behaviours are limited in the what you get at the end of it is something that you can tell your dog to do that thing and they will do that thing and then you can reward them now the challenge with that is that actually when it comes to owning owning a dog that is a joy to be around and is um, confident and happy with the world actually those behaviors don't go any way to achieving that because it's when the dog makes choices for themselves, when the dog, you know, decides that something is nothing to worry about, when when your puppy, Derek, decides to check in with you without you asking, as you say, those are the things that make a dog, one, a pleasure to be around, but also create a happy dog, a dog who doesn't feel, you know, where the relationship is one of, they tell me what to do and I do it, and if I don't, I don't get the treat, to actually one of we're going through the world together as a team. Not like a stretched relationship or a stressed relationship or a relationship Mm. where actually um it's a little bit broken yeah absolutely so what we're gonna think about is actually instead what would we focus on with a young dog and by young dog we don't actually mean young in age what we mean is a dog who is new to 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 you and um you're getting to know them and you're wanting to develop these skills with and them and actually I, I probably have to add here tom we have got a huge host of resources for puppies that yeah if you guys haven't already seen there's um like days and days worth of of different cool things that you can have a look at from games to uh, socialization to yeah. foundation games barking solutions uh, beyond puppyhood um, and uh, what to do even within the first seven days with your mm. with your dog, right? How do people Absolutely. find those? The way that you can find those is by going to absolutedogs.me forward slash 
resources. Absolutedogs.me forward slash resources will you know, kind of create a collection of them on there for you so that you can um, download them, how, read uh, them. how you were getting through that one because yeah. I was like, I can see them all in different places yeah, here but no, I don't know how this works. Absolutedogs.me forward slash resources and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll kind of um, handpick our favourite resources for getting started and what to do in the early days. And I think the important thing is here, um, guys, that there are so many resources out there. Mm. What you need to do when you've got your young dog and, and you're working through um really lots of different um, fun things and struggles is pick the sort of way that you want to do it and and literally go all in. So for us, we have so many brilliant owners that absolutely know that there are going to be ups, there are going to be downs Mm -hmm. and actually we're going to make it through together. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what would be kind of the place that that we'd start? I think the first thing is getting to know your dog a little bit. So actually being observant. I think this is sometimes, um, especially with puppies, I find sometimes... um, um, people that that ha- get puppies, they it's assumed because we get told that you know puppies they're, they're not scared of things and so expose them, expose them, expose them to things. We assume that they're not worried, but actually when we look at them and we we get rid of that assumption and we observe them, we we kind of start to get a feel for what they're comfortable with, what they're not comfortable with. And What's their general confidence so like? So many people just chuck them in the deep end um, everywhere. And in fact, I was having this conversation with a um, with a, a student only yesterday. Um, and he said, and I, this one, I, I have to, to say, like this one, it, it, it always... Um, I suppose concerns me when Mm. we know lots about what we're doing. He said, walking through town, going past a pet shop, then bang, he was barking, noticed everything, was going behind me, totally scared. Uh, He's done this a few times um, and I don't understand why he's doing it. I keep feeling like I'm going backwards. Mm. Here's the thing. We don't need to keep putting them in these situations and you have permission to not put your puppy into situations that they're not going to like at first. You don't have to put them in there. And I think when I first grew up in puppy training, it was get them out, get them out, put them in it, put them in it, show them Mm. this person, show them that person. And show them the person with the hat get the uh, the wizard and the um, whoever else it might be right yeah. like you literally were looking for anybody who looked backpack stick I mean really it got a bit chaos didn't yeah, it absolutely and instead what we need to think about is get to know the dog in front of you a puppy is not a puppy actually there are many many different types of puppy and many many different types of dog and every dog is an individual so first tip is get to know them second tip is then get to know them in a very specific way and that is get to know what what lights them up what joys do they have in life and for some dogs that might be that they love to chase things on the floor for some dogs that might be that they like the taste of food a lot um, for other dogs they might really actually like to you know get attention from you and 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 they want to interact with you and given the choice of food toy or or attention from you and affection they choose affection and that these are then going to this is then going to be the currency with which you work with them this is then going to be the language in which you speak and with them. the more that you have at your fingertips the better because you've got mm. options yeah so for me if i'm working with a dog that purely will work with high value food then sometimes i am limited mm. or if i've got a dog who will only accept a tennis ball uh, and doesn't necessarily bring it straight back for example i'm at an agility competition with my dogs that's not helpful to me mm. or i'm in a park where everyone wants to then chase the tennis ball it's not helpful to me with yeah. my dog so i think it, the more that you have the more you can be um a bit more flexible yeah. and it allows you a bit more um, i suppose you're empowered for a bit more freedom absolutely and then next thing is then we you know we know our puppy's personality we know their joys in life and now what we're going to do is we're going to input those joys we're going to kind of 
pop them into the framework of a game or games in this case. And all of the games in the Sexy Than a Squirrel Challenge absolutely grow proximity, desire to be close. They grow check-ins, they grow orientation. And But what we start to do is, firstly, when we spot you know, the moment that they, every time they orient to you or look to you or decide to come close to you, input one of those joys, give them one of those joys, right? We're not taking anything away. We're actually, you know, if anything, we're we're enriching their lives by putting more of these joys that and they have in there. Just growing their, um, their, their joy, I suppose, mm. as well. And the other one for me, I think, has really come into its own watching Young Dogs in the last couple of years of our teaching, Tom, mm. is conversation starters. Yeah. I think understanding a conversation starter which uh, just to clarify for you guys is something that your dog can do very easily in a novel environment with minimal equipment that allows them to feel confident let's mm-hmm. say if you've been through the sexy and the squirrel challenge any of the games that you've played if you yeah. haven't been through the sexy and the squirrel challenge what are you waiting for now is your time mm-hmm. how does somebody find it tom absolute dogs.me forward slash sexy and that will give you all the information about how you can get involved in the worldwide challenge see the encyclopedia of the links mm-hmm. uh, and so for me that's really 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 important that um, you guys have games like that. Uh, for me, my go-to conversation starters would probably be middle, middle on the move, yeah. uh, two feet on, um, magic hand. They would all be really good conversation starters for my dogs. Mm-hmm. However, each individual dog has their own. For example, blink, I might do some left spins and right spins and middle, whereas Everest, I would do magic hand um, and maybe some retrieve. So mm-hmm. it, every dog has got their own. I suppose it's their superpowers. It's yeah. their super strengths. It's the games that they feel really confident at in all new places and you always know you can rein them in with them. Yeah, absolutely. Now, next um, tip that we've got for you is really you've got an opportunity to uh, to decide how the relationship is going to be. Have you ever had it where you started off on the, you know, the wrong foot with somebody? Uh, you know, they say that like first impressions really matter when it comes to meeting a, a human. And when it comes to dogs, it's not so much about their opinion of you that is affected, but rather... Your opinion of them? No, uh, no, no. It's... No. it's, it's <laughs> rather actually what you know, what is a, a valued choice in the context of me being with this person and so if you if every time you interact with your dog you reward orientation and you reward check-ins and you make cool experiences from those actually they are that is the language with which they're going to speak to you and then what you can start to do is as you go to new places you can get them out of the vehicle you can play some of the orientation games you can reward some check-ins and you pop them back in the vehicle and you really you know take off opportunities like casino the other day um I'll, I'll be honest i was waiting for um a bacon roll at, uh, i was wondering what to like yeah, you were going to be waiting a, a take for a, a van um that was just like at the side of the road oh dear and, Lord, it's getting um, worse the yeah, story literally and um and i thought you know what i'm going to get casino out and i'm going to play some orientation games and some conversation starters and then i popped her away again and then my bacon roll was ready and Perfect the point timing. is that you, you you have opportunities all the time and the more that you can, you know, yeah, take your dog places with you where appropriate. But the key is it's not actually, you know, you doing everything with your dog forevermore. It's actually the interactions that you have with your dog. Are they growing them in the right direction, right? 
And I think it's all about that. Um, when you're making a decision, is this going to grow them in the direction that I want to grow mm. them or is it not? If it's not, let's not take them. Yeah. So we were just talking a minute ago and I, I've been away for a couple of weeks and actually sometimes it is good to take your dog and other mm. times it's not good to take your dog. Yeah. And I think it's really important to be able to acknowledge that and even decide actually maybe it's good for this dog and it's not for that dog. And, mm. and I think that's okay to make that decision as yeah. long as you put in place um, sort of good other measures. Yeah, absolutely. So really what we're thinking about when we're working with a, a new dog is actually quality over quantity and making sure that those interactions and are growing them. Absolutely. Rather than teaching sits and downs and cute, strong sort of still behaviors, think about the concepts that you mm. want to grow. Think about is a sit or a down really important compared to having a dog that wants to hang out in proximity mm. and is really, really confident. And yeah. um, for me, absolutely vital. Yeah. And in fact, some dogs, they will naturally kind of find sitting as a very comfortable behavior that they for, choose for example, to do tokyo i would never teach a down until mm. he was i mean god you i don't think you'd get him out of it yeah. some days when you were first working him <laughs> like i never taught him a down yeah. he was too stoic a puppy yeah and you know, then you think about the opposite which you know might be like some of the sight hounds they would find a down actively punishing it's it's an uncomfortable behavior for them and so really whereas blink would have failed in it yeah. She would have failed in it so many times because yeah. she'd have been like ants in her pants and bouncing all over the place. So although she might need to work on it, I'd have to be very careful about how because actually it was too hard to be still yeah. at first. Exactly. So work with the dog in front of you. Grow concepts and skills rather than behaviours. That's going to make for a better relationship, but also it's going to create a dog that you're not constantly having to tell them what to do. Instead, you're just going through this life together. So... <laughs> <laughs> we had a, a pause where we just looked at each other, weren't quite sure what was going on there. It was a funny moment. So, so guys, we hope that that has answered the question of why we choose concepts and skills over behaviours. And we hope that that's given you lots of ideas of things that you can do with your puppy uh, and actually with dogs of all ages, let's yeah, be honest. Absolutely. If we've got a choice of, you know, getting our dog to do something and them doing it or actively using that time to teach that we would have used to teach the behavior to actively reshape their brain so that they're totally armed and ready for this world to feel cool calm and collected in it but also to make the right choices and be a team with us we're gonna pick the latter right so guys that was this episode of the sexier than a squirrel podcast we'll see you in the next episode you've got one thing to do in the meantime and that is to stay sexy Hey, before you go, have you taken part in the worldwide Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge? It's a 25-day online video programme, huge energy, amazing community, and over 6,000 people are already taking part. The only question is, you know where you are today, where do you want to be 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy.